This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We're very glad to have you with us today. And I know I say that every week, but I mean it every single week. We're very glad to have you with us. And we got a room full today, don't we, Robbie? We do. Everybody's here. Bright Orange. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's Bright Orange. That's Harold. So no one <laughs> not run into him. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Especially if you're merging, you would <laughs> you just zip her right in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, <laughs> most of our, our our most fun conversations happen off air. It's they do. Like, yeah, like we were just talking about tuna milkshakes. <laughs> and there's if you with want the con- if you with orange juice. And if you want the context of that, you're gonna have to email us, and we'll we'll let you know what that is. But yeah, no, it's it, we the, the topic this week actually came from our post show conversation last week. That's right. Yeah, we were, you and Darren and I had done the show on uh, the new name. Right, and we were talking about one of the points that you talked about, and everybody talked about is it develops over time, you know, and you don't always get it right at first, do you? No, no, and that's you know, at first it's really frustrating, but in and of itself leads to a certain amount of intimacy. Mm-hmm. In that, if you just keep at it and keep coming, you know, it's almost like he's rigged it that way, Sam. Yeah, it is, or or you know, he gives you gives you some healing. But then you find yourself back needing healing again, and you're like, well, why didn't I just get all the healing at once? Why didn't I like this one wonder shot, right? You know, why, why can't you peel back all the layers of the young and God and instead of just one at a time? But it's because God is relational. Right. I mean, he's, he's our father. We, we were built out of relationship, out of the relationship of the Trinity in John 1, right? We were built out of a relationship for relationship, but we tend to kind of forget that sometimes with God. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, Jim. <laughs> Jim, I'm not used to not having a microphone that I have to <laughs> ask for from somebody that uses a lot. That immediately brought up Adam. Mm-hmm. What did Adam and God do every day? Take a walk in the garden, mm-hmm. and he does want to spend that time with us. And we're usually too busy. We're too busy, or we let other things get in the way, or. And in Adam's case, something he did, you know, he found that he wanted to hide from God as if he could, yeah. right? You know, he had his eyes, you know, kind of like an ostrich with its head in the sand, you know, but God's still there, you know, and God still seeks that relationship from us. The one that intrigues me is Enoch. He walked with God and was no more. So Enoch didn't die. Mm-hmm. He had a, an intimate relationship with God. Now, if I, if I took an open poll, you know, around the table here today, how many of you would say that you walk in deep intimacy all the time with God? Not me. Right. Not me. I'm glad I don't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that, Jim said he's glad it didn't have a microphone. You know, Andy hasn't said anything yet, you know, because he he's pleading the fifth. But, no, Andy, what about you? No, I mean, I, got, I had the opportunity at boot camp to speak about, you know, God as Father, and I've 
definitely grown in that area, but no, I just, but before I got a mic, I had both hands in the air. So yeah, I was, I'm guilty of not walking in that intimacy day, day by day. But it, it, isn't it incredibly just, honestly, I'll just use the word stupid of us not to want to walk in intimacy with God because when we do, such cool things happen, right? You know, we do get the new name that we talked about last week or, or more new names, Right with him, we do get healing and continued healing and restoration. A thought that came to my mind when we were talking before the show is that I wish that I could have the relationship with God that my dog has with me. Mm-hmm. He follows me, he, and he wants to be with me wherever I am at all times. Yeah. And I have to admit that I'm not that way with God, and I need to be. Yeah, and there's something in us that knows that. Now, Jim, you had a great uh, other position as far as animals go. And the more I thought about it, the more fitting it is. Mine is like my cat's relationship with me. He pursues me relentlessly when he's hungry. He'll even bite me if I don't feed him on time. But once he's full, he spends next to no time with me. He'll be off sleeping somewhere. But right when I go to bed, he'll come be with me for two or three minutes and then take off, which is kind of my nighttime prayer time. So it's a real good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting on, on what kind of keeps us from there, but there's so much to that relationship with God. And, Rob, we have some great clips that you got for the show tonight. You got all the or today. You got all the clips, and, wow. and they're just amazing. So the first one we're going to use is from Meet Joe Black. Do you want to set that up? Yeah, when I heard this clip the first time, you know, I realize he's talking about a, a relationship between a man and a woman. However, boy, I wish that my kids could see this as an availability with God. It, you know, or or other people that I know that have a walk with Christ, but it's not what they say that bothers me. It's it's what they don't say, which is what you'll hear in this clip. Do you love Drew? You mean like you loved mom? Forget about me and mom. Are you going to marry him? Probably. Listen, I'm crazy about the guy. He's smart, he's aggressive, he could carry parish communications into the 21st century and be along with it. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with that? That's for me. I'm talking about you. It's not what you say about you, it's what you don't say. Maybe you're not listening. Oh, yes, I am. Not an ounce of excitement, not a whisper of a thrill. I want you to get swept away. I want you to levitate. I want you to sing with rapture and dance like a dervish. Oh, that's all? Yeah, be deliriously happy, or at least leave yourself open to me. Okay. Be deliriously happy. I shall, uh, I shall do my utmost. I know it's a cornball thing, but love is passion, obsession, someone you can't live without. I say, fall head over heels, find someone you can love like crazy and who'll love you the same way back. How do you find him? Well, you forget your head and you listen to your heart. Because the truth is, honey, there's no sense living your life without this. Make the journey and not fall deeply in love. Well, 
haven't lived a life at all. But you have to try, because if you haven't tried, you haven't lived. There's so many aspects to that particular clip. Mm-hmm. You know, the aspect of a father talking to a daughter. Right. Right. Which, you know, Robbie, I know you've lived this, and we all have at mm-hmm. points or another where God gives us good advice. Right. And hopefully we are there to listen to it and take it. But, you know, he doesn't give it to us unless we seek him. Unless we're looking for him. Right. And so those things are available. But then also the, the, the whole context of that story, as you're talking about, is just having that deep passion for that relationship with the father. Right. And, and having experienced it, like, do you really believe that's available? And, and in my heart, I know it is and I have. And so, you know, my heart is that I would love for more and more and more people to see that that's wow. But like he says, you got to listen to your heart. You can't listen to your head and, and, and you have to pursue it. It's, it's draw near to me and he will draw near to you and you will not be disappointed. And of course, you know, I'm no by no means arrived, but I, I feel like that is available. That, that right there is, is something worth going after every day. Well, and that's the way the Father loves us, yeah. right? I mean, if God's all-knowing, all-seeing, he knew before we ever came on the scene how much we were going to mess up, yeah. right? You know, we talked about a little bit of boot camp and one of the talks I talked about, you know, making the decision to have kids you make with your heart, not your head, because with your head it makes no sense. They just spend your money, eat your food, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> literally go to the bathroom on you when they're little, <laughs> you know, I mean, all sorts of things. Sometimes fun. when they're teenagers. Yeah, exactly, in a different way, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and they break your heart. You know, but hold them for the first time, and none of that matters, right? Look into their face when they're born, and none of that matters. And, you know, God loves us so much, so passionately, that literally he sent his son that would, to die mm-hmm. for us. You know, so he demonstrates that to us daily. And so few of us realize how he pursues us, how he wants to spend that time. I mean, he's the lover pursuing us, and we're paying attention to him when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, most folks think of God as being someone that's very hard to approach, but he's literally dying for us to approach him and to be there with him. You know, I, I know that one of the enemy's greatest tools is to steal memories, right? And, and you know, fortunately, like for you, Robbie, I know you keep a journal of pretty much every morning of your prayer time. I go back and I read something that, you know, I wrote four or five years ago, and God reminds me of something he told me that was as true today as it was then, and I'd literally forgotten all about it. You know, how important is it to stay connected, but also write down what God tells you? Oh, my goodness. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. Anybody's ever read their journal knows how much you've forgotten. Like, I don't even, I don't remember anything about that incident. I don't, you know. It's it's critical stuff, but I found out this week that the enemy don't use electronic journals. He's got he's got ways of stealing that too. Yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah, he's got a lot of good ways to steal the electronic portion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, we were talking about at the boot camp. Uh, I was doing the wound talk this time, and I haven't done it in three or four years. And I literally am reading through my talk from you know four years ago, and I get to this song, and it's like I can tell there's a lot of passion around this song. But I, I literally cannot even remember the song. <laughs> it's by Stephen Curtis Chapman, you know? And I'm like, I'm reading my notes, and I'm like, did somebody else write this? I have no clue what this means. Until I went back and listened to the song. 
And then God was right there saying, yeah, this is what I want you to still remember today. You know, that's just as true today as it was, you know, four years ago, you know, and so staying connected is vital. You know, I'm thinking here, you know, we're talking about God wants us to love him. The great commandment is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our heart, soul, mind, and strength. But how much do we take uh, a time to think about what does that look like? What is that? What is my response to his love to me to do that? And I think that's where I think what we've, We've taken some time amongst us to really get an idea of what that looks like and to experience it in in our own way, because we're all individuals, and I think each one of us sitting here can tell specific examples of what that actually looked like. Mm -hmm. And we come back, we're going to talk about some of that. Go to maskandjourney.org to listen to past podcasts, to look for the next boot camp, which is coming up April something. The second. Through the fifth. Second through the fifth. Thank you, Robbie. Go register now. You won't you don't want to miss it. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free man. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a masculine journey radio boot camp. Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Robbie. <laughs> that was a surprise for the Muppet music. Thank you, Robbie. I told him that when we played this Muppet music, they may pull my man card. And, you know, they're over there asking for it. <laughs> but, I, you know, that I do love that line in that song. You know, it, it's he's here in my heart and it goes on and on. I mean, that's true. I mean, it's it's true words and 
you know, mm-hmm. what can I say? <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> Robbie, I'm on your side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I need to set up the next clip. It's more manly. Yeah, it is. And it's a great clip. It's, it, it's from a very insightful movie, and you really wouldn't think about it. When it first came out, you would thought there's, there's no depth to it. Yeah. yeah, and this particular clip, I think many of you have heard the end of it, but I wonder how many of you ever heard the beginning of it, uh, which really speaks to this intimacy. And Andy did the, the sonship talk, or the fathered by God talk at the boot camp, and he really brought out a, something I had not fully developed in my own mind, is the playfulness of a father, and how my father used to play with me with you know just things that he would say that would, you know, be funny or whatever, or, you know. And, and if you listen to Curly in this clip in City Slickers, you know, he'll, he'll ask, <laughs> is she a redhead? He's playing with, it, it's an intimate thing, but he's, he's playing with them the way that a dad plays with a son. And, and it really speaks to my heart that this is, this is the intimacy that you get from a dad from, from God. And in the midst of some good advice as well. Oh, just, yeah, phenomenal advice. You ever been in love? Once, I was driving a herd across the panhandle, Texas. Uh-huh. Out in the field was this young woman working down in the dirt. Just about then, she stood up to stretch her back. She was wearing a little cotton dress, and the setting sun was right behind her, showing the shape that God had given her. What happened? I just turned around and rode away. Why? I figured it wasn't going to get any better than that. Yeah, but you could have been, you know, with her. I've been with lots of women. Yeah, but, you know, she could have been the love of your life. She is. That's great. That's... Not great. No, that's wrong, Curly. You passed up something that might have been terrific. My choice. I never could have done that. That's your choice. Cowboy leads a different kind of life when there were cowboys. We're a dying breed. Still means something to me, though. A couple of days, we'll move this herd across the river. There's nothing like ringing in a herd. See, now that's great. Your life makes sense to you. (laughs) What's so funny? You city folk, you worry about... Yeah. My wife basically told me she doesn't want me around. She read it. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying. Uh, How old are you? 38. 39. Yeah. You all come off here about the same age, same problems. Spend about 50 weeks a year getting knots in your rope and then... And then you think two weeks up here will time for you. None of you get it. Do you know what the secret of life is? No, what? This. Your finger? One thing. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean... That's great, but... What's the one thing? That's what you've got to figure out. 
That was a really good editing. You did a good job. You kept the integrity of it and cut out the words we need to cut out. But yeah, that's such a powerful, powerful clip in lots of ways. Yeah, because again, to me, here's the intimacy between a man. He's being fathered by Curly, and and, and there's a masculine man if you're going to come across one, and he's playing with him. But at the same point in time, he's getting to, you know, really what's eating at the guy. Is, is 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 he's lost his smile as we talked about in last week's show mm-hmm. and his wife is, is sent him up there to you know go spend some time to get that back what the cool thing from my perspective is that boot camp slash you know that time you spend with god is where you're going to get that smile back it's it's where you're going to get get what it is that is the dervish that was talked about in the other clip yeah, you're going to get that one thing, that one thing that your heart needs right at that moment. Right. right. One of the things that uh, stuck out to me is we don't know the time frame from how long it was that Curly saw the young woman, but he says that she is his love, unrequited. And how many times do we see people walking across the face of the earth, turning their back on the love that God has for them, never knowing what they've missed by not taking advantage of it. Absolutely. Andy, you'd talked about at the boot camp, and Robbie, you alluded to it, God's playfulness. Can you help us kind of understand the context of that? Why is it important to you anyway that that God is playful? So I got an idea. I'm going to paraphrase or not, or just talk a little bit about what John Eldridge talked about a while back. I wasn't really open to this idea. You know, I know that I enjoyed playing, but I didn't really ever think that really God would be a part of that. But if we're talking about a true father-son relationship, why wouldn't that be part of our uh, heavenly earth- earthly re- relationship? So John Eldridge talks about it. There was a season when he, in his life where he was seeing hearts and everything, and one of the times he was out on a hike, he saw a cow patty shaped in a heart, and he knew it was from God. Now, I know some people are thinking, okay, that's that's out there. But if, if we really are to love the Lord the God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we're going to have to experience. We're gonna, that's the kind of stuff he wants to experience is to see him in creation, to see him in a lot of different ways, and to walk daily with him. So how I did it was I started, I had an opportunity, I've told the guys, to travel with my job. And I started, and I don't really know why I did this, but I just started doing it, and it was, I think, God led me into it. But that I really, when I went out, when I went, had a trip and I had an opportunity to go out west and go to a national park, God was there with me. I mean, I invited him. I talked to him the whole time. It was a time of them showing me, like, surprises of things I saw in creation that I didn't expect to see. But then there was also things that he taught me during the time, like that conversation there with Curly, and the fact that you can enjoy somebody's presence and have fun with them, but learn at the same time. You can change as a son. You can truly be fathered in that way, and that's what I experienced. Yeah, and I, playfulness is just the way God's chosen to deal with me <clears throat> a lot of times, and I think that goes back to a little bit because my dad was playful. That, that is some of my really fond memories of my father. You know, there's, there's some others that aren't as fond, but some of the fond memories is his playfulness with me, you know, and God really comes at my heart in that way. Lots of times when he just kind of tricks me in my way I'm thinking, you know, I'll be thinking a certain way and I'll be talking with him and then he'll throw something out there and I'll kind of bite 
And then he takes me in a different direction, you know, and I'm like, you know, he makes me laugh, you know, and one of the ones I shared about, I was really down on uh, just some behavior. I'd had some bad behavior and I was really down on myself and it's something I was trying to move past. And, you know, I was praying and God said, you know, I said it on the air before God said the word grace. I'm like, yeah, I get it, God, I do, but I don't deserve grace. And I went on this big dialogue on why I don't deserve <laughs> grace. And I get done, and he's like, well, isn't that the point? <laughs> you know, and I just started laughing because he had me. And we are created in God's image. Why wouldn't he have a keen sense of humor? I mean, he's, well, everybody thinks they're funny. Some of us are. Uh, we won't preclude anybody else here, but... Some of my greatest moments with him have been just that. And one, I won't do the full story, but he basically told me I embarrassed him every day, but he loved me. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it hit right to the point that I was struggling with at that point, and I was laughing and crying at the same time. And most of the time in my life when I've been laughing and crying, that's been, it's been God. I'm going to try to get a little bit of this clip in. I know we're running short on time, but it's about 30 seconds. So, Robbie, you want to set it up very quickly? The end of When Harry Met Sally? Yeah. And if you listen, he starts to point out the things that he had taken. He didn't realize how much in love with her he was. And so here he's going to start to reveal the things that he'd completely taken for granted that he had no understanding is where he really was in love. And I think I feel this way often, like, oh, I take so much for granted. It doesn't work this way. Well, how does it work? I don't know, but not this way. How about this way? I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Yeah, the last person you want to talk to when you lay your head on the pillow at night, and my good friend James Banks says he lays his head on his pillow and he leans into Jesus. And, and, you know, when you realize that you want to spend the rest of eternity with you, you know, why not start that right now? You know, we got an opportunity to do it. Yeah, but it began with... For Billy Crystal in the movie, anyway, thinking all the things that he loves about Sally, right? Right. Harry met Sally. What are those things that we love about God? You know, we talked about we love his playfulness, but what are some of those other things that we love about him that really just moves our heart? Grace. Grace. That's for you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm, but I don't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, for me, it's intimacy. It like I really can sense that he. he values me and and, and and I guess validates me. Yeah, I love the fact that I can't run to a place that he's not already there waiting on me. Right. Well, I hate to disappoint both you guys, but I'm his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You've been with him longer. <laughs> but um, don't. <laughs> One of the things that really grabs me most about him is he puts up with me. I mean, there's nothing I can do that's going to separate me from his love. And Lord knows I've tried sometimes. What an amazing thing to just sit down. And I'm going to challenge each of us at the table. And Rodney, you're over there. You didn't talk today. But challenge you as well. And Keith in the other room to write down a list. And and all the listeners, write down a list this week of the things that we love about God. And then ask yourself, why do I not want to spend just every moment 
an eternity with him. Why not mm. talk about the last person I talked to at night and the first person I talked to in the morning and start changing some of those habits and move more into that deeper, more intimate relationship that God really wants us to have. It is available. We just got to go seek it. And he's waiting to say, come on, son. Come on, daughter. I got you. I want to put my arms around you and love you. Talk to you next week.